Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, oh, so that's how you play the symbols. <laughs> and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and a begrudging Tyler Heinenson. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't want to be here. He hates Christmas, this guy. <laughs> Oh man! I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I would prefer the Larry the Car- Cable Guy entry uh, <laughs> of of Christmas movies we talked about to, uh, to, okay. to our current dare. topic. All right. <laughs> How dare? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, maybe. So, um, so many bears. Well, <laughs> we are here uh, tonight, uh, continuing on our a Christmas story franchise. Look into the, you know, a singular look into the only Christmas story. <laughs> parts of this uh, this franchise, as we learned last week. Um, but uh, we're talking 2012's A Christmas Story 2. What a clever, <laughs> clever title. And, uh, man, it's going to be a fun one tonight. And, uh, Elis, we have a special guest here with us, right? Right, we do. Um, do you want me to say the email first? I don't do know. it. Do yeah, it. email us uh, your thoughts on this fabulous movie which you can watch on hbo max by the way uh to sequelrights at gmail.com and you can find us on twitter instagram facebook and youtube at sequel rights and please rate and review us on apple Podcasts. five stars goes a long way to helping other people find our uh, our christmas story reviews. our christmas story reviews. our christmas stories <laughs> anyway <There you> <laughs> we have a very special guest today uh not only is he one of our beloved podcast listeners but uh he's also a barbecue master and a jack of all trades and a movie lover we have aaron sheffris here today thanks for having me here <laughs> Yeah, we're super excited that you've joined us. Uh, and we're sorry. Yes, that was what I was going to also say. We are so sorry. <laughs> we only bring our listeners on for the worst movies. <laughs> right? um, Aaron, what was your familiarity with this franchise, and had you ever even heard of this sequel? Wow, I probably didn't know it existed until like maybe five years ago, and I'm like, oh, I just probably saw it on the Nostalgia Critic uh, review, and okay. I'm like, and I just knew it was going to be cringe after seeing that. And I'm like, wow. I mean, like, did they really need to make it a sequel? <laughs> right. <laughs> but do you like the first film? Oh, yeah. My nice. brothers are crazy about our BB guns. I even mm. Actually, my first BB gun was a Red Rider. So. Yep, there you go. Oh, okay. You are Ralphie. And was oh, your yeah. first car a Cadillac? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was a 1996 Jeep Cherokee. Oh. There you go. Close enough. And his, his first girlfriend was named Drusilla as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's. we're, we're like dancing around, and we just got to get into uh we got to sit down in front of the fireplace and hear a christmas story too it's the most beloved christmas story of all time and this holiday season ralphie is back ralphie 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 now he's a bigger kid with an even bigger wish holy jeez a christmas story 2 the official sequel the timeless tradition continues with all your favorite characters randy zerg's minions are everywhere i just can't trust that son of a ralphie's best pals flick and schwartz oh here we go i'll fight I heard you sniffle. And the old man. It's a clinker! In an all-new heartwarming movie. I want to see what it's like behind the wheel just once. To brighten your holiday. Okay. We're like trying not to laugh the entire time. <laughs> I love that the the parents' characters just really don't have names. They're just mom and the old man, yeah. <laughs> and that's how they're known. They're beloved characters. It's the from the man. it's from the Hemingway text. They're based off of. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, um, you know. Uh, you know, last, last last week I slipped up and was like talking about Brian Levant already, and right. but he directed this movie. Yep. And you know what? Uh, you just can't trust that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but he, you know, he's made some movies that we really like. Like, you know, he did Beethoven. He did Jingle All the Way. Yep. I think we even like Problem Child 2 to some extent. Yes, yeah, we I do. Like Problem Child 2. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, this one is another movie he directed. <laughs> uh, it was interesting. I hadn't seen that Warner premiere label before. Mm. Um, which I guess they don't even use it anymore. I don't think because no. uh, these other ones have been Warner Brothers Home Entertainment that we've seen. Um, I lo- I thought it was funny because it's like Warner Premiere, and then what follows is like the most cartoony looking like studio names that you've never heard. Of yeah, before. Right. like a Televax production, and then you're like, I mean, that's not really what it was, but that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who are these guys? Yeah, it's yeah. like what are these studios? So the most recognizable person in this movie um, is Daniel Stern, Mm -hmm. who has already been part of a beloved holiday classic franchise for two movies, uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. And I remember the famous story that when he was asked about Home Alone four i want to say four or five they asked him to be in it and he like laughed and said it would be an insult to the past films and everything (laughs) yet he did this movie well maybe they were like uh you'll get top billing before even the title card comes (laughs) right true and the only person to be billed as such um it's like daniel stern in is a christmas story (laughs) but also like um, he seems to me a lot younger than the actor who previously played yes. the old man was when that was being filmed. And <laughs> he should ostensibly be o- even older than that. So yeah. Yeah. It, it says this weird. is five years later, but yeah, I thought that Ralphie was younger than that. I guess. Well, Ralphie even says in the narration of this one that he was, um, 11 previously He's 16. Now Randy appears to not really have aged at all. Uh, and the dad has de-aged. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all that greasy 50s food, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dad yeah. is de-aged. Yeah. It has that, like, special For, chemicals that prevent you from aging. Right, 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 it's, right. The, it's the ash from the furnace, I think. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it rubs it in. Maybe. It rubs it in. Skin detoxing. <laughs> yeah. And, and not that they have to look exactly like the old actors, but Daniel Stern really looks nothing like not the original old man. No, no, no he does not. And, uh, you know, I don't know if he acts completely like him either. No. <laughs> he acts like Marv. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he, does kind of. he sure does. He acts like Daniel Stern. That's the thing. He's just not so intimidating like the old man from right. the previous mm-hmm. one. It's just like he's just more of a goofball that's just a clumsy dad. It's like yeah. just a completely different character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to see more about his relationship with the furnace? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in for a Christmas story too. Oh my gosh. They dragged um, the cat on that one. It was so bad. Uh, yeah. But you know, this, this movie follows the sex crazed antics of Ralphie. as an almost 16 year old. Creepy Ralph. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. We're almost every scene is he d- dealing with some sort of like, it's, he's objectifying something and, uh, all his fantasies are about women uh, and cars, which I guess makes sense for. I mean, he was already 16. like on the brink of puberty when he was eleven when we saw him yeah, before. He was grabbing that lamp. He was, um, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this one, uh, yeah, he's in love with uh, Drusilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. the her flute name player. is uh, Drusilla Gutrad. She would have been a flute player for sure. I don't know if Ralphie would have made it as a drummer, but a cymbal player maybe. Yeah, you could get away with it. <laughs> He's extremely bad at the symbols, I have to say. He's orgasmically bad. Yeah. <laughs> if he would practice instead of sniffing hair, he would have been great. Yeah, yeah that was that incredibly was... creepy. I hate all hair sniffing jokes. It was jokes. so weird. It's never not creepy. No. And he's just like, yeah, uh, there's 45 minutes in the day where Drusilla is right at the right height of my crotch for 45 minutes, <laughs> and I can bend over and smell her hair, and no one will even say anything. Yeah. And that, yeah, as, as the voiceover is doing that, he's basically like, thrusting and hitting yes. the symbols. It's so gross. Although it does stop short. I was pretty sure it was going to like zoom out into a wider shot and he was going to have a boner and everybody was going <laughs> to laugh at him. Like I really thought this was going to happen, but it didn't. Yeah. I mean, there's a you know, point in this movie later we'll get to, but I was like, 
<laughs> the way this movie going, I was like, someone's going to try to stick their dick in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. about. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was thinking about uh, making a joke of the the boner wide shot was on the cutting room floor. And then I was thinking, is there a joke in there that that shot was circumcised from the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was kind of weird that he was. Thank you for going on that journey with me. He was me. making yeah. that face. Elis looks visibly disappointed and she's not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I'm honestly thinking like, I feel like less people were probably circumcised back then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I feel like that was a later phenomenon that, yeah. Welcome, welcome to our new segment on the show about all about foreskin. (laughs) How how many people in this movie do you think were circumcised? (laughs) Is there going to be a quiz after? Well, it was a mostly female cast, so I don't know. Uh... All right, so what's the deal? He wants a car. He's 16. I mean, that's the, kind of the most basic bitch thing that a 16-year-old yeah. would want. Yeah, but he wants, like, a really specific, like, old man car. I don't right. understand. Yeah, but at this point, they're almost all old man cars. <laughs> yeah. Right, True. but, like, I, like, this one's supposed to be, like, an older car, I guess. That's, yeah, I guess. I guess it's like, it's, like, a 20-year-old car or something at this point. Yeah. Well, he's already going against the grain because his dad's an Oldsmobile man, yeah. which right. that's yeah. a carryover. There's a lot of bl- brand loyalty for them. <laughs> they, right, for their right. furnaces and their cars. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Drink more Ovaltine. Drink more Ovaltine. Mm-hmm. I did like that, you know, I mean, yeah, we're going to probably rag on this movie a bunch, but I did like that it made sense, you know, like if you're going to move up into his teenage years, it made sense that he would be obsessed about a car. And yeah. a girl. And a girl. As of his course. Like, as his main, like, obsessive things. Yeah. First the car, then the women. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't believe they made those football players wear those outfits during school. <laughs> Such a high school cliche. Yeah. <laughs> the short shorts and the... It looked like gym gym clothes, honestly. Yeah, but uh, this movie also, I think, has way more fantasy sequences. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those were just bizarre and just unnecessary. Especially the weird Nazi interrogation scene. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like Family Guy was popular at the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. <laughs> I, the the only thing I did like about that one is the the Nazi guy's like none of your American boyfriends are gonna come save you now and Ralphie breaks in and he's like I'm not her boyfriend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I thought was that was funny. actually funny <laughs> yeah. well I mean that scene at least was grounded a little bit in the original because the they had the robbers that yeah. you know kind of right. came yeah. out yeah. Yeah. but even that was way more of a um, like kids imaginary thing where this was like a genre spoof. Mm-hmm. Right, and the fact that it's like a Nazi thing, I mean, at the latest that this movie could possibly be taking place, World War II would have ended one year ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, and to me, the fact that there is like, it's still kind of showing this like idyllic Midwestern thing is like still too <laughs> rooted in pre-World War II. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're really like dealing with... That- yeah. The fact that the war has changed like anything about their lives. I think it would, honestly, in Indiana town. No, it, no, it totally yeah. would. And I, yeah, and I, I guess it's possible. I don't know if he actually had a swastika on him, did he? I can't remember. It's possible that he was a I World War One German. Like, I mean, because that's a thing. But, yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, this is dark, I yeah. guess, but everybody that's like, two to three years older than Ralphie would be dead and Ralphie would be worried about being drafted. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and like uh, the dad may have actually also had to go serve somehow and the mom, like they make a joke about her maybe learning how to drive in this one. You know, like I feel like she would have had to go to work. There is, there there is actually the joke about like, there is like a draft joke when they get hired at Higby's later on. He's like, Oh, and we didn't even have to do the physical. Like we got conscripted into a uniform and all this. Right. I guess there is that joke about that. So, okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I just like, I feel like this was over by then, but maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's very unclear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the movie we really want. We want the movie where Ralphie's wish is to not get drafted into the world. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> he, just, no, he just wants to get Spends home. the whole time yeah. worrying about that. Yeah. Yeah. A war story. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ralphie goes to Korea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Joint smash. Yeah. Hey, a crossover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I thought I wanted the BB gun. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want that life at all. I need a real gun. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he wants a car. He does. Uh, but when looking at it, he causes it to be ruined by a reindeer. Yeah, it's just the dumbest thing in the world. Like he climbs into the. It's just, uh, (laughs) yeah, when it's on a ramp. Yeah, Yeah, that was really stupid. He deserves this to happen. And then in in the and then like when he gets out, he somehow like has to take his pants off, and it's just yeah. Because why not? It's too goofy. And I mean, what did you guys think of uh, Brayden Lamasters as Ralphie? I just didn't. I didn't buy his whole like. Like, now that he's older, I didn't, like, buy the, like, gee whiz, like, uh, personality yeah, that he either. has anymore. I was just like, uh, I don't know. It's too goofy. It was, like, too cartoony for me. I don't know. Right. I mean, it's still kind of, like, I get that they were trying to, like, keep his personality a little bit to where he is kind of, like, doofy and aloof. And maybe <laughs> the two friends are a little bit more realistic than he was. But, yeah. He's a caricature. And I, it, it kind of extends out from where a lot of this movie falls short as a period piece of, of it's feels like that it was shot in a corner of a back lot. Like they weren't allowed to use the whole back lot. They were allowed to use like the back. No, no, no. Like we're filming one of the bring it on films over there. Right. You, need, you get this corner that we usually park the cars on. The, uh, and the, yeah, the whole movie feels like you're watching like a sitcom. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look yes. the, the other movie. Really lands the, this feels like it was like the 40s. This mm-hmm. one feels like it's, you know, yeah, like a sitcom of the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's like brightly lit and there, there's no nuance. Well, Brian, there's Le- no nuance. Brian Levanta actually did the, uh, there was a sequel sitcom for Leave it to Beaver that oh, he directed episodes right. of. <laughs> so so you leave it to maybe, Beaver, maybe yeah. they just uh, used some of those sets. Mm. But... I think that all of that, his action, his acting is kind of like the, the caricature of the gee whiz, you know, 40s boy. And every other detail about this movie really rings hollow. Mm-hmm. And none of it, it's all pulling in different directions and, and not helping each other. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, it's like callback city. In yeah. This, in this movie. <laughs> For no reason, like the, you know, uh, I don't know. They just contract, like the whole reindeer thing. Right. They oh, get him yeah. to go, they get Ralphie to, to go, oh, fudge, you know, again. And it's just like. It's like trying to bring back those like things from the first movie. It's like, first movie, we get it. Yeah. Like, do we, didn't, do we need to see everything from the first movie again? It it, it honestly, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're following Ralphie, uh, you know, wanting something different, but it goes through and hits all the same beats pretty much as the first movie. Right. And we've. You know, a lot of times people make fun of sequels or prequels for, like, relying too much. You know, like, oh, I had to know how Han Solo got his name or whatever. You know, everybody, like, dunks on that, right? But, like, at least that's, like, taking whatever it was and then taking it a step further. Where this one literally just takes all the jokes and all of the, like, little flagged moments that people remember. And just, like, kind of repeating them for no reason as non sequiturs. Just like, oh, yeah, like. People that love the first movie, they just need to see these parts. Otherwise, they're not going to like it. Right. Like, you know, later on when he, like, takes people to dinner, well, it's got to be that Chinese restaurant because, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I I think, like, yeah, you know, I feel like people would be more interested in this movie if they worked harder on capturing the tone and essence and feel, not just, like, copy-pasting, you know, sights and gags from the first movie or, you know, now famous leg lamps and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's like the Mad Libs version of, like, they took the script of the the first movie, and they're like, all right, well, like, what else? Do, what? Uh, he's not in a bunny costume, reindeer costume. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know. It's just like... It's like, oh, uh, let's replace the BB gun with a car and yeah. a woman. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and the rest just writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> and we're done. We forgot the bumpuses. Oh, oh no. They did. Forgot yeah, that. That was the one thing. <laughs> They weren't out. They weren't out there ice fishing. (laughs) They should have been. Yeah. Yeah. I do think one thing that was decent about like the story was kind of this um, the character development for the parents actually of the mom uh, kind of teaching the dad like you don't need to be a cheap ass for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like we're not 
starving. We're fine. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to go this far. And it, it hurts more than it helps mm-hmm. kind of situation. I did so. really like that. Yeah. I did really like that. She got a moment to like stand up for herself. And, right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, really, really uh, give him what's for, you know, that's what people. But do. then he still got the leg. <laughs> that's true. He did. Yeah. And in the beginning, in the beginning dialogue, um, he does monologue. Sorry. He does say like uh, five years ago, the incident of the leg lamp, blah, blah, blah. But then that's it. And it doesn't really come back. And it's not clear that the dad has really been affected by losing the leg lamp in any way or like whatever. But then yet that's the big, one of the big climaxes at the end of the movie is that Mm -hmm. he replaces the leg lamp. One that's not symbol related. Yeah, and like <laughs> we talked so much last week, and maybe it's because we're dumb. We talked yeah. so much about how great it was that the dad cared about the leg lamp because mm-hmm. it was a major award, mm-hmm. and Ralphie was sexualizing it, but the dad really wasn't. wasn't. But this no. time he just is. Yeah. He's like, ooh, a leg. Yeah. He, wants, he wants to fuck that lamp. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, would you say he loves lamp? Yeah. <laughs> I think Daniel Stern wants to fuck that up. <laughs> so yeah, to me, it like dirtied the memory of the original leg lamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the movies that make you say, I think Daniel Stern wanted to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that like, yeah, there's like that follow me into the basement <laughs> where you're going to get murdered. <laughs> JK, it's a lamp. Um <laughs> <laughs> Eliz, you uh, you briefly mentioned the narration, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, you know it's not Gene Shepard because he, he's dead at this point, um, I believe. Uh, but it's but not- ILM resurrected his voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! It's so it's it's uh, the writer of the film, Nat Malden. Uh, Malden, yeah. He also is the narrator, and I thought that he did an impressive job as sounding and like the pattern and everything pretty similar. Yeah, I agree. It was caricature. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I think I think it worked. I'd- I think him and Ralphie were very caricature of their original. I think out of all of the impressions that we see here, the the one that I enjoyed and thought, okay, you know, like that's actually like a decent interpretation was the mom. Mm. Like this actress, I thought she did a good job of capturing the performance and the character of the original mom without like just being like weird and over the top and overdoing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like she didn't need to have curly hair. For example, she didn't need to like, you know, dress exactly the same as her or whatever, you know, right. like, yeah. I went looking to see what that leave it to beaver sequel was called. And I was not disappointed by the title. It's called still the beaver. Still <laughs> the beaver. And then the Mel Gibson movie. Is that the, yeah, that, movie? the, yeah. <laughs> the beaver? That's also about, uh, yeah. So, so Aaron, sorry, we are like just talking and talking. So what are your impressions of the film uh, at this point? Just unnecessary and just a little lazy. That's all it is, you know? Right. Just dragging out and just dragging out like the stuff from the first film. That's that drove me bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I did like the whole thing. And the first movie was, uh, you know, Ralphie, didn't need a love interest because he just really wanted that BB gun. Mm-hmm. But now in, in the second one, it's like, oh, he just wants a car to impress this woman who only sh- appeared four times in the movie. Right. I do think it was, uh, they went too far with the girl. Like it yeah. could have easily been like the payoff could have been that she saw him in the car and was like, oh, hey, like, yeah. oh, she knows my name or something. You know, that would have been way cuter <laughs> yes. than the way they end this, which is just mind-blowingly <laughs> crazy. I was like, you got his address from some other guy because you wanted to come and say that you thought he was cool? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. she just happened to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> and she yeah. didn't even see, like, the really good thing that he, like, she saw him fight the guy for the $5 for the Salvation Army order, but she didn't even know about the homeless thing and the right, taking right. everybody to dinner. Like, if she had seen that, maybe I would have bought it, like, a little bit more. Yeah. But the fact that she went this far out of her way to bring him a food fruitcake and find out like you know and, where he lived and break up with her boyfriend yeah just, just so for him like that's just crazy they're, off they're, screen but yeah for convenience sake yeah. when they're driving into the sunset at the end of this movie it's like the implication <laughs> is that they're married now yeah, right? <laughs> like she's gone into the sky like grace you know? like, like, like they were dead she, the whole time yeah yeah she has to be with him forever <laughs> yep that's it that's it 
Oh my God. That was really kind of weird. I was just like, you couldn't have waited to do this at school. I know, right? <laughs> it was just, it was the tone of it was so wildly like over all over the place because she wasn't like a full on like cartoon hot girl, you know, like mm-hmm. she did have some like nice moments and some like funny lines when she does come to and the whole thing about like, Oh, my family makes fruitcake and I was helping my family and blah, blah, blah. Like that, it, like <laughs> kind of makes her seem normal. But then also then it just switches to making her seem like, okay, she's the one that he was thinking about in all of these fantasy sequences. Mm-hmm. And she's not much more than that. And like, yeah, do they even know each other? She's right. just going to date this guy. <laughs> she never talks she, he, to him. He just knows him as the guy who air humps behind her and band her Got beat up by a guy in the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so I think that this is one of those things where part of what, why the first movie is so enjoyable or so beloved is that I think that there is an honesty as the cynicism of, of some of those scenes, but there is a sweetness to it. And I think that a lot of people really resonate of like, that's how it really is. Or like, it's this Christmas movie that embraces imperfection. And I think that some of these over-sexualized fantasies are them trying to do that same equation, but just making it very uncomfortable. It doesn't translate that way. But I think like, well, that's what 16 year old boys are like. Like, and isn't that funny? Like, isn't there an honest truth (laughs) to that? And it's like, ah, nah, it's just creepy, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Were they hanging people in prisons back in the (laughs) forties? Yeah. I mean, that's the next thing I want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I think as long as I, I think, Yes. Okay. I mean, the last I like, person... I can't remember. <laughs> well, the last person did die of guillotine in 1974, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. The, Wait, the, in America? In America? In, oh, no, no. That's France. Oh, yeah. I was ready to yeah, just yeah. believe you. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's too cruel for America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember when this line even came into play but i did write down the quote being pitied is a pretty good way to go through life and i was like is that what people think when they make these sequels like you know people will pity me and that's an okay way to go through life we worked hard in this movie come on yeah (laughs) who even said that i don't remember i think it was rafi said it in the montage or or something or maybe one of the buddies said it oh yeah actually it was one of the buddies yeah schwartz and flick Oh, that's another thing too. Like those guys were just too cartoony too. They like, were so. Th- it was like they were trying to like too hard to match the three. The you know be like the Three Stooges and yeah. their shenanigans, especially at the mall. Yeah. And of course, Flick did the whole tongue in that uh, air pipe thing, and I'm like, okay, we get it. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> there is his- no way that the same kid that got stuck would ever. <laughs> so he would have tongue hangups <laughs> for the rest of his, his life, life. Yeah. just for the flagpole thing. That kid is never sticking his tongue on. And that kid doesn't eat lollipops. He doesn't eat ice. <laughs> cream cones uh you know i don't anyways he doesn't use his tongue for anything i got after that in a car when i was 18 years old and i still like just creep out <laughs> <laughs> like do not go out I, I also have bad news uh my friends we live in a country where we hung people in prison till 1972 you just oh, looked that up yeah. right now wow. <laughs> all right well there you go uh, that's brutal yeah. that is brutal Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like how Ralphie, right before he sticks his tongue in the thing, he's just like, and some people just never learn or something like that. Or some people never change. So, I mean, as much as I didn't want to see someone stick their dick in that tube, <laughs> it would have made more sense from a character's perspective if we're doing, oh, they're horny 16-year-olds yeah, now. Yeah, that's what if he had stuck his dick even near it, that would have actually made more sense. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of my, my, my mind when they're like, is that what they're going to do? I do think a pneumatic tube setup is like a Chekhov's gun of <laughs> physical Chekhov's comedy. But yeah, 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 where it's just like, okay, well, you're introducing this. Like, it's something Rob Lowe's going to lose his shirt or that kid's mouth is going on that thing. <laughs> I love, like, yeah, Tyler sent, like, the screen grab of it into our chat earlier this week. I think we have to post it. And it looks like just, a, it looks like a, so it's like fake. a prosthetic. It looks yeah. like basket case. It looks yeah. like one of the, Freaks oh, from Basket man. Case. It's like such a fake elongated mouth and tongue. It looks fucking weird. Oh, God. And it, it doesn't even work on a character beat level because they don't dare him to do it. He yeah. just does it yeah. for yeah. no reason. Just for the which hell is of stupid. it. 
That has nothing to do with how this character. Again, like, it would have made more sense if he put his dick in it. It would have. <laughs> and if they had dared him. Yeah, he like, should, the movie would have been better if he put his dick in it. Honestly. I, mean, <laughs> I wonder how it feels. Come you on, know, Warner I, premiere. You know, I never thought I'd be on this side of an argument, but I 100% am. Yes, it would be better if he put his dick in it. <laughs> Do you think the guy would have still hired him back if they put his dick in? No, okay, this is horrible because this movie shouldn't exist at all. But if we're going to like carry this yeah. out to the logical conclusion, what it should have been is that they should have been like, hey, I dare you to like go up and like pretend to hump the tube or put your yes, dick near it. Like, and so the, 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 the tube, on. yes, the tube would suck his crotch area into the tube uh-huh. over the pants so that the dick is not out, but he still is in pain. And then, and and then the, the manager would come in and know exactly what to do because he's been there before. <laughs> <laughs> and that would get to that sincerity and cynicism that, uh, that would actually accomplish that goal. Right. So <laughs> anyways, the, there, yeah. There is definitely still a lot of the cynicism stuff in the Higby section yes. of things. Like where the, the lady who's like teaching them how to fold the, uh, to wrap the, the presence is later seen in the stairwell just <laughs> drinking. <laughs> she's like, everything's fine. Hey, if I was a cast member in this movie, I'd be drinking too. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. not even a prop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was just a scene, like an impromptu scene in the, like, that was good acting. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was what acting? acting? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, they're rolling? Uh, we're rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Like hopefully this will get me a good resume on my NDB. Yeah. yeah. No, don't cut that in. My I told my kids I quit. Yeah, seriously. Well, there I did notice that this like whole Higby's thing uses a lot of like hijinks montages, which I don't think we really got in the first film. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like changed the pace. I, I think guess. that's a Bryant Levant special. There's the whole right. uh, there's the whole uh, mannequin bra thing. Oh yeah, that was so cringy. Where Ralphie's like, oh god, a mannequin in a bra. Should I fuck it? <laughs> no, that's what he was saying. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's genetic. His dad wants to fuck a lamp. He wants to fuck a mannequin and a bra. The narrator was like, I saw that uh, mannequin, and I thought, should I fuck it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being stupid. <laughs> but yes, there's a lot of objectification, yeah. and uh, it's pretty on the nose when it's an actual object of a woman. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And yeah, the movie doesn't leave you with a good feeling inside. Not to rewrite this movie again, but it would have been way nicer if Ralphie saw a mannequin in the alley behind the department store, took the leg, and made a new leg for his dad. Like that would have been way more heartwarming than what happens. Just saying. Yeah. We're workshopping this movie. Then again, I like I'm, I'm an like overly it. crafty like person, yeah, so yeah. I would have been Don't like, give him ideas. He yeah. can make a new leg lamp himself. Yeah. Like, you know. Have a montage to make recreating it <laughs> right what? better, faster. It's like Levant. We got notes. Put the dick in the tube. <laughs> make the leg lamp. <laughs> DIY leg lamp. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. This could have been so good. Uh, one thing I kind of liked about the Higby thing is I did like this Santa. Uh, I don't know if you recognized anything about him, Tyler, but did, uh, you, did, you, did you see who it was? I did not. Who was this gentleman? I was like, uh, man, I was like, I went to look it sound, up. His voice sounds familiar, and it's Gary Chalk, who is none other than Optimus Primal himself. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> From Beast Wars. Oh, wow. That's very exciting. And I just thought uh, the way he talked was funny. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I like, uh, there, this was my favorite exchange uh, from the movie. Uh, that at the time I thought was funny, and then later, very shortly later, you find out that it's horribly depressing. <laughs> I like this one. Could you bring me a tire? A tire? You mean like a bicycle tire? A car tire. A car tire? What the heck are you going to do with a car tire? That's just weird. Get him out of here. <laughs> That's you thought weird. it was supposed to just be like a weird kid? Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if that was going to come back. Like, I cocked it immediately. Yeah, I was no, like, homeless too. kid, yeah, and then you're going to show him after this. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> I don't remember that scene having so much bass to it. <laughs> the David Newman bass. That David, <laughs> classic David Newman bass. And um, it was just weird that the Santa took the time to say, like, I have been working here for 19 years, and Ralphie didn't say anything like, you yeah. are horrible, Santa. You yeah. threw me off the slide. And, <laughs> you kicked you know, me yeah. down. <laughs> you know? I think that they're trying to like make that the thing. But yeah, they never say it explicitly. Right. 
Yeah. I think it would have been good if they had said that they had to get rid of the slide because there were too many lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have the budget. They didn't have it. the budget to build the slide for this one. No, yeah. they didn't. I guess we haven't really even talked about that. Like the reason that they're taking the job is that right. Ralphie needs to, to basically needs to buy the car that yeah. he ruined. So he doesn't go to jail. No, no. He just needs to replace the, the, the cover. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was this whole movie. I was just like, what is money? They're like, the guy, they're like obsessing over one dollar. Yeah, I'm like, I need, I need like a chart to explain. Yeah, what what's, money it, what's was like. inflation? <laughs> what was the difference in money between now and then? Well, okay, you're a uh, barbecuing meat master here. Is forty cents a pound ridiculous? No, it's not. It's like, it's like, <laughs> but in 1946, I mean, that's a thing too. Like, even the turkeys are like 99 cents right now a, a pound. Oh, okay. Or it depends on the turkey you get. I mean. I mean, I go like I go to Harmony Farms for mine, and those, mm. those are a little pricey. Mm. Still worth it. Get what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm very uh, how should I put it? Very adequate when it comes to my product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do compete, so <laughs> yes. Uh, nice. But yeah, they decided to go for fish instead, which you know, whatever. Just fine. Just a yeah. stupid subplot. Yeah. <laughs> I did think it was very funny. He decides to go ice fishing and he drills a really small hole. And so the I immediately was like, can you do that? Doesn't the hole have to be bigger? Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing too. It's like, if you're talking about getting a big fish, why make such a small oh, hole? Yeah. Cause he's stupid. Da, da, da. It yeah. was basically the same, the same bit as the lips in the tube. Like it basically looked the same, but it was the mm. fish. Going it really the was. Yeah. The yeah. fish looked so fake. It, it was a director really obsessed with lips. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. He's probably got like pictures of lips in his. Room. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just he like saved the, the he saved the rubber prop <laughs> prosthetic. He's got, he's got pictures of lips. <laughs> I, we might have to watch. Uh, how, can I put lip, how can I put lips into this movie? <laughs> More lips. It's like a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. The feet. Oh my god! We'll have to watch Viva Rock Vegas. Investigate further. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh god. Um. What else? So yeah, like I mean, you know, uh, there was only one other thing that I thought was kind of funny in this movie, and that was the the dentist thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Just because I thought uh, it was hilariously over the top, how like scared they were of him, and like and like the the whole like uh, he has a he has a drill that's like cranked with his foot, you know, powered yeah. by his oh foot, my gosh. And, and like the the whole lead up, like Ralphie narrating about like all the different names that this guy has, and I thought that was kind of funny. That was the one good scene in the. I think that was the one scene that felt like that it was within. Like the fantasy sequences of yeah. the original, and I felt like actually added something. And I liked when they like cut to outside the office, and you just see like the silhouette of the yeah. kid. Like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that looked kind of funny. Seriously, that's like a kid's every nightmare going to the damn dentist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did like how the mom sort of reacted to it too. She was like, "Oh come on, it was okay. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> was, you know, like <laughs> you're so brave. You're so brave. Yeah, that was great." I don't know. This movie was just... I don't know. They they showed the Chinese restaurant, but they didn't make that joke this time. There but, is There are people singing uh, Deck the Halls at one point in the movie. Yeah, they're carolers, but yeah. they're all white, and so they don't do the farber raw thing. And the, the, a lot of white people. The Chinese movie. restaurant thing, I was like, I thought that was so stupid because... You know, he, he so he, they get the eighty five dollars, right? right. Yeah. And he's like walking to go pay the thing, and he walks past the you know homeless kid in the in the street, and I was like, oh, he's gonna give. They're gonna just give him all the money, and then it cuts the scene of them having Chinese food, <laughs> and I was like, wait, he took him out for Chinese food instead of and just also giving he him sat the money? there and ate with them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then immediately went to go have Christmas dinner with his family Which right after. Yeah, yeah it's like, very what? strange. What is this? <laughs> and then he was complaining that they ordered all a cart. Instead of getting the family <laughs> I meal, I was like, what? Yeah. I thought that was really weird. Uh, I just thought he was going to give him all the money. And then there was going to be some other, you know, it, they, he could have given him all the money and the car dealer could have still been like, you're forgiven. You're Especially because the dad already paid for it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so the fact that he so even stupid. took the $30 is like so messed up. Yeah. It's really so dumb. stupid. It could have been a little more subtle with that scene too. It was a little forced. Like, oh, he did something good. Like, let's, mm -hmm. let's get some Christmas moral. Come on. Yeah. Let's yeah. Jam in there. Yeah. It was, I didn't like that. 
Yeah, well, it it just seemed like a dumb, it was a very dumb way for them to shoehorn in the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) in my opinion. Oh, remember the Chinese restaurant? It's in the first movie, but we're going to make some weird We can't make it be as racist as the last time. Yeah. Right. It was 2012, so yeah. And then Drusilla's like, you took him to the Chinese restaurant? I'm going to love you forever. No, she doesn't. She only knew about the $5. (laughs) Makes no sense. Let's go for a ride around the block. (sighs) Anyways, they don't, they don't make the Asian joke here. I did like the, uh, the black worker from the butcher shop that's listening to them argue about the the 30 cents or whatever that he's just like oh my god <laughs> he calls him like a cheapskate yeah, yeah i did like that part but um other than that there are really no you know non-white people in this movie um but they do manage to make the joke where they say the car had, or no the furnace or the car had more rattles than an irish nursery i was like oh my god <laughs> 2012, guys. Like, you got so close to taking out all the racist things. That was, I think I missed that. Holy shit. Yeah, this is a movie that might have per, like, by minute, the most scenes about shopping for a furnace. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They were just going out of his way just to get a cheap furnace. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know anything about furnaces. I don't think they're they're particularly. I I don't. Yeah, I don't think that you, Same here. you get I mean, one. We grew up in Southern California. Right. We don't even know what the hell that is. Yeah, yeah. do you have a furnace, Justin? A furnace here? Or, no, no, in no, in the Midwest here I have a furnace. No, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm not even sure. Honestly, probably <laughs> listen to the band, the Fiery Furnaces. The fiery Furnaces. Yes, <laughs> we probably do, but I don't know it. Yeah, again, I don't know anything about it. Your dad wasn't down there swearing. No, nothing hit, like hitting, that. Hitting metal with a wrench. If anything, if there's a furnace in a basement, it probably just means that there's like a, a dead body or a haunted corridor or something. Sure. That's what I would know from horror movies. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's where they hid the, the note that says who the killer really was or that's something right. like that. <laughs> I just liked uh, that one. There were a couple funny narrator jokes that like were, you know, from the future where he was like, uh, five years from now, he'll be in small claims court with these two right. gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, right? Or there was the one when uh, Ralphie goes, uh, not Ralphie, and when Randy goes uh, ice fishing, uh, he's like, and this is why Randy lives in, in Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Yeah, <laughs> I did. That was a good line, actually. Yeah. That was the one I did like. I thought that was kind of funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This movie, ugh, what, what to you, Aaron, was the most offensive callback? <laughs> That ruins the memory of the original. <laughs> just the tongue uh, in the what mm. in the pipe. That was yeah. it. That was just like I'm trying to drag that out. <laughs> like what is this? Yeah, yeah, it's like oh okay yeah he did the flagpole now he's putting in an air uh, pipe thing. And yeah, that effect was just creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was all a lot of the movie was too slapstick. Like yeah, there wasn't really slapsticky stuff in the first movie. I don't feel or just no. even getting in the fight with the Salvation Army guy in the first place is like why would he care about who was ringing more and like get into this confrontation in the first place? Yeah, it, that that, that happened so bizarre. awkwardly. Yeah. I did think it was funny, though, that the guy had to go ding, ding, ding when the ringer <laughs> fell out. <laughs> but it was dumb. Yeah, I don't, it don't is, give money to the Salvation Army, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a movie that was made in 2012 that feels like it was a bad sequel made in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, say, like, 95. 95. Yeah. Post-Beethoven. <laughs> Post-Beethoven Levant. Right, right. <laughs> um. So, like... Even though it, I guess 2012 seems like it was a long time ago, but it wasn't really that long ago. So the child star check-in is not particularly interesting, um, but if anybody cares about these fun facts, um, here they are. (laughs) Um, Brayden LaMasters, who was Ralphie in this movie, uh, he's in a band called The Wallows with with Jack Jr., Dylan Minnette. Wallows uh, is good. So there's your lost reference. Yes. And Justin has heard of them, yeah, so they must like be it. all right. Uh, okay, Valen Chignier, who played Randy, he is a very prolific voice actor starring in many shows that I have never heard of but have been going on for many, many, many episodes <laughs> and are still going. Uh, 16 Hudson, Superbook, Snack World, Super Dinosaur, Tobot, <laughs> And Naughty Toyland Detective, 
which I was telling Justin this earlier, and he thought maybe that was a porn name, but it is not. It's N-O-D-D-Y, Toyland Detective, which is uh, a DreamWorks show, so it's probably on Netflix. But Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, this week I was like, which, which one of these actors went into porn, like, last, like the last movie? Well, I will tell you. Oh! No, she's not porn. Uh, Tierra Scovey, who, who was Drusilla, she is a... I, I, a named character in Riverdale. I don't watch that show, but she's Polly, I guess. Um, she's also on the show Nurses, and she was in a movie called Revenge Porn, but it's not a porn. It's a, about the dangers of revenge porn, <laughs> okay, good, good. of course. Uh, and then David W. Thompson, um, who I think is... Um, wait, what's his name again? Flick. Not Flick. Flick. Who's Flick? Yeah. yeah. He was in Green Room, um, mm. Fear Street Part 1. Nice. Uh, Panic, uh, The Boys, and Gotham. So he's probably the most um, prolific actor out of the kids in this movie. Sweet. So, yep, that's what's up with them. Sounds like they're all doing good stuff. Nobody's, nobody's uh, gone wrong yet. And, you know, again... Porn is not necessarily wrong. Sorry, yes. I, my, my, my mind was yes. like, I was going to say no one died yet. And then I was like, I didn't want to be that sad. Right. So I said right. gone wrong. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. So 2012, when this movie came out, mm-hmm. you, here are some of the movies that were coming out at that time. Of okay. Where, where this is, we have the Avengers. The best exotic marigold hotel. Oh. <laughs> oh, the best uh, one. Liam Neeson was, was punching wolves. Oh, uh, great movie, great movie. Uh, Rihanna made her acting debut in Battleship, uh, so it was not it was not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, this one went straight to DVD. So. Yes. Yeah, go figure. So we'll <laughs> never know how much it really made. But hey, you know, uh, it. Uh, where did I read that it landed? Uh, it was added to the best Christmas ever block on AMC in 2019. Who votes on that block? <laughs> I think they you had a little I too much uh, whiskey that day. Yeah, yeah. the somebody, uh, the budgeting team. Uh, <laughs> somebody paid them. Yeah. Wow. That is that is the styrofoam packing peanut of a movie block that you can program. Of just like, well, we can throw some other things in there in between. What can we get for free? <laughs> oh man, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else? Uh, any other things you want to talk about in this movie? Before we do rating system? It came out the same year as the Broadway musical. Oh, uh, this movie. This movie? Yeah. As a Christmas story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a live version of it. Like, what was it, like three years ago, four years ago? I don't remember. We, yeah. we will be discussing that next week, in fact. Yeah, we will. Because oh, we hate fun. ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> More Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um... You know, I have a long-running feud with Pasek and Paul that only I know about. Uh, they, they're not aware, but, uh, you know. Uh, but Pasek and Paul, if you're listening, playground after school. <laughs> be there. Be there. Or be square, um, man. I don't know. I feel like it, I will rate the show next week on whether I think it is better where it falls into La La Land, Evan Hansen, and this show. Here's Here's my prediction. You like it better than both of those things. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just okay, like, well, it will not. It will not come close to yeah. the greatest show. Yeah. Clearly, oh, it yeah, will not yeah. be the greatest yeah. show. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so uh, yeah, that that's coming next week. But we're we're still not done with Christmas no. Story two. I guess I, we need a rating system. I apologize for this. Um, how many orgasmic cymbal <laughs> solos would you give? Crashes. Cymbal crashes. Cymbal crashes. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, a Christmas story also. Oh, man. Well, I don't know if there's much else I can say about this movie other than... Oh, oh boy, that came out stupid. No. It came out stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this movie is dumb. Uh, you know, I <laughs> I think I'm gonna give it like uh, Christmas Story two. I'm gonna give it two orgasmic symbol crashes. Uh, I went through like you know, there's like barely any reviews of this movie, but there's a 
bajillion, uh, like, you know, uh, audience reviews of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. And they're like, it has a 37%, but like, just when oh, I was scrolling God. through, there's like half of the people seem like they're like, oh, uh, you know, it's not good, but like, it's, you know, I've seen worse sequels, which right. I might also agree with. We on, have, on we that. certainly have. Have we? Let's, I mean, what is worse than this? Because I don't, I, I, it's, it's on the, I think it's on the top 10 of the so, worst. So, yeah. Here's the thing and that how I rate these and will in a second, but it is not good, no. but it is definitely not so bad. It's good. Yeah. And it is definitely not. I don't think it's really that offensive or harmful to society yes. where we have seen things that are legitimately full of hate. Yes. Um, and so <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this and maybe this isn't the time to do this. If maybe if we do a, a, a bonus episode or a Christmas special or, or something else, but I think that the worst sequel that we've ever watched is the home alone sequel where Kevin's parents are getting divorced. <laughs> oh is that is that the uh, automated home one? I think it's the automated home one. Yeah, because uh, I think yeah. that that's the one that takes the most beloved and and shits on it for no reason. Just for the hell of it. Yeah, like, just for the hell of it. Let's just uh, pour gasoline on this bad boy and light it up. Yeah, Come exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one with Kevin in quotes. Yes, yeah. I think the worst sequel we've ever watched is Meatballs Three, where Patrick <laughs> Dempsey learns yes. the lesson that no means yes. yes. That was the one okay. with the porn star. Yeah, that was Por- he, bad. A yeah. porn star teaches him that when he's with a girl, no, no means, means yes. yes. Yeah, that's. I mean, really come that's right. on. That's, that's, really that's That one actually does harm to society. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, no, it doesn't because yeah. no one saw it. But you know, <laughs> if anyone had that's seen it, it, it could have harmed that's society. That's oh we went out of our way to watch. Yeah. yeah, we watched it on YouTube, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's the movie you just want to tell them to just go wait in the car. It has, yeah. been, right. it has been buried. So that, to me, is still the worst sequel we've ever watched yeah, because it's right. truly hateful. I uh, Yeah, I think I do think, like, you know, there, there might be, for the people that are, like, Christmas story crazy, like, they might be like, oh, it was fun to see Ralphie grown up. You right. Know, like, I can see people being like that. And then, you know, the, the other half of the reviews were all just like, this movie's terrible. What the fuck? Like, I can't re- unwatch this. Blah. Um, and I, I kind of lean more into the side of like, I can't unwatch this. But um, I, yeah, I, I would agree with Eliz. Like, it's not, it's not terrible, but it's not, I wish it was actually worse so I would laugh at it more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to say that there should have been a dick in a tube, but like maybe there should have been, been a dick in a tube. Yeah. And yeah. a symbol boner. Yeah. You know? like, I, so, I, yeah. It's just like, yeah, the way it just like pulls out, like like Tyler said, the Mad Libs of the, the original one and just yeah. pulls them out just to check off boxes or whatever. I'm, I was just like rolling my eyes at that and getting tired of it. And, and uh, honestly, I'm like, yeah, maybe next week it'll be more interesting to hear like what songs they sing when the leg lamp shows up. Then like lady leg, then this movie. Lady so I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch it. Don't don't don't, don't waste your time unless no. you're uh, extremely bored. <laughs> yeah. So I also will give it um, two orgasmic symbol crashes. Is that what you said? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Um, because, yeah, I almost wish that it had been worse and they had pushed it farther just to uh, grab my attention more because not only was it not good, it was, like, boring. Yeah, you yeah. know? Like, if anything, I wish I had more to be enraged about, but I'm just kind of like, uh. Yeah, they made it. You know? So, um, so yeah, two is my rating. I, as well, I'm going to give it two orgasmic symbol crashes. Mm. Uh it was aggressively boring and mildly <laughs> insulting. <laughs> but it does not. Isn't that the Tom Hanks movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the movie's about 9 Which I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Which, yeah, this movie is not a disaster of that scale, but. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> No, you oh made it worse. God. You made it worse. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you did it. <laughs> you took it further. I, I said I was already apologizing. You can't pass me the ball. I was making fun of a movie. expect me not to take the shot. Stars Tom Hanks. God, stop. This conversation is like another Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> And it's terminal. Um, <laughs> oh, that's what that movie was about. <laughs> okay. Stop uh, this and let Aaron give it. My apologies, America. <laughs> uh, 
I would say I gave it one and a half because <laughs> it was just uh it was just straight up lazy, just like trying to bring back um the old jokes from the first one and just like trying to like um um just you know, they just know that it, it it was a sleeper film, you know, like not a lot of people knew about it. And then it just kind of like popped out of nowhere. Now we got like the 24 hour special on, uh, on these channels mm-hmm. of a Christmas story. And they're like, Oh, these, and then you like in hot topic and these stores, you see like the leg lamp yeah. and the BB gun and the, and all these like merchandise. Now they're like, Oh, let's just make a movie because they definitely want that. Nobody wants that. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants, wants it. it. No. Yeah, you bring up a good point about the merchandising that we haven't really talked about. Like in the last couple of years, it has exploded yeah. even yeah. more. Um, people yeah. want that Americana. Oh yeah, Certain I actually people. do have the leg lamp re- replica too. So yeah. yeah, there you go. What size is it? Life size? It's it's a. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Little one. They make the life size one. Yeah, they yeah. have Christmas ornaments and stuff. Oh yeah, I, yeah. It's interesting. Crazy. An ornament makes sense. I would yeah. maybe oh, get in totally. I did see someone with the bunny costume that was Christmas story branded. Like it had the logo embroidered oh, on yeah. the chest. Crazy. Uh, crazy. Well, <sighs> we made it. We made it through a Christmas story too. It's time for us to drive off into the sunset with our Cadillac and, Drive off to the and Broadway it, stage. Yeah, <laughs> Scoot next to each other with no seatbelts. Yeah. Yeah. And with the love interest that only appeared four times. Right. right. <laughs> Wordlessly. Yeah. Um, that that scene that I, I was really excited about the uh, it came out stupid clip that I made. Right. <laughs> but that the, the, she actually, <laughs> the line is like, she's like, actually, it came out great. And then they like make out. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> actually, it came out stupid. <laughs> no, no, it came out stupid. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> we got one more for you. Uh, like we mentioned in 2012, uh, A Christmas Story, the musical came out and it was executive produced by Mark Platt. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, a few years after that in 2017, they did a Christmas story live television special with some big names. Uh, you know, like, uh, lots of big names. We can, we can go over it next week. You'll be there. There's Fred Armisen, Maya Rudolph, people like that. What? Matthew Broderick, <laughs> huge names. Oh yeah. Um, so anyways, we're talking about that one, the live version of Christmas Story the Musical that aired on Fox in December 17th, 2017. That's next week. I uh, I have not heard any of these songs. I have no idea. No, I have no idea about I it. Cannot, I kind of can't wait to see what they're like because I just can't even imagine. And we also, like, we haven't talked about any on this show, right? But we ha- we've watched most of these just in our own lives because we... I have nothing better to do, but, um, or I have anyways. The only I, thing we wa- we talked about was the Dirty Dancing oh, God. TV movie. Yeah, but that was before the whole live <laughs> yeah, yeah, trend. This, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just, last week, I just watched the Annie. I Annie watched live. Annie too. Yeah. 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 You watched so, Annie too? Annie too. What's that about? <laughs> uh, By the way, I saw a clip of Annie too, the movie on TikTok, and I was like, we need to schedule that in for next year. Uh, so anyway. Annie too. Annie also. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be doing that <laughs> next end. week. Uh, come back for that. Um, in the meantime, Aaron, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank Woo. you for having me. And uh, where can people follow you for more information about uh, barbecue or anything else going on? Oh, just uh, look up my Instagram on Willie Smoking Grill, so you can keep up to date of uh, where I set up my stand and uh, how I do my barbecue competitions, and also doing some cooking segments here and there. Yeah, and it is amazing. Like oh, man. every time he makes barbecue food it is like incredible mind-blowing so yes thank you again so much yeah. uh and also uh you guys can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on twitter instagram facebook and youtube at sequel rights and rate and review us on apple podcast five stars goes a very long way into having other people find our community here uh <laughs> You're like, I, I'm, I'm broken. I'm broken. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that brings us to the end here. We'll see you guys next week for a Christmas story live. Yeah.